Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hall Mindcast. I'm your host, Tim Hall. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about how we can embrace discomfort and use it as a tool to help us along the path of personal growth and development, and even help us to reach our goals faster than we would have otherwise. Um, when you say discomfort, people come up with a million different ideas in their head of what discomfort is. And it can be anything from something really small to something that seems like it's life threatening for some people, you know, and it can be, it can take on physical form as far as feeling that tightness in your chest, that heavy feeling, um, rapid breath, like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to die. You know, it's, it can take on that form. Or it can be more of a, a mental thing where you feel uncertainty, you feel awkward when you're talking with somebody, you feel like you're never going to get a certain subject or um, who am I to ask that pretty girl out or that guy out. Um, it's It can take on many different forms and I'm not sure if there's something in your mind right now that you're picturing. Um, and I would love to hear if you are struggling with discomfort or it's keeping you from something. I know it's something that um, I've talked to a lot of my clients about, and especially it seems like recently. And that's one of the reasons I chose the subject for this podcast is it, it seemed like I was talking to a lot of people about it. And I thought, okay, I... I definitely need to get this message out there and, and help people through this. So um, I've come up with several keys to overcome discomfort and even to make it your ally, I guess, at times. So the first key, I would say, is kind of shifting your perspective, your mindset about the discomfort. So instead of thinking... You know, what there's a, usually a lot of what ifs and we create scenarios and stories in our heads to make it seem like it's so much more. So say you're, you you want to ask somebody out and you're like, what if they think I'm ugly? What if I say something to them and they respond badly and we create this whole story in our head and it sometimes it'll stop us from actually taking action on that thing because we're afraid of that judgment. We're afraid of what will happen, what negative thing will happen. But you can also turn that around and be like, what if I do that? And they say, yes. What if by doing that, I meet the person of my dreams and they become my forever person? What if I start that business and it takes off and I become a millionaire and I have the freedom that I want in my life and I'm able to help millions of people. And so by changing how you view things, it can seem like it's not as dangerous of a thing to do. And you, you reframe it in that positive light and you can see like the benefits of taking action. And by seeing those benefits, you are more willing to pay the price to do that thing. You know, just looking at somebody who's in college and they want that degree and it's very 
uncomfortable to get up early for those early morning classes to write pages and pages and pages of research writing, um, taking classes that you have no will or desire to take, but it's part of the overall curriculum. And it's like, why do I have to take this? And it's easy to demotivate yourself by looking at all the negatives instead of looking at the positives that you're learning new things, you're learning new skills. And by taking this class, it's getting me one step closer to that ultimate goal of the degree I want, of the job I want, of the life I want. And so if you can shift that perspective, it's going to make things easier on yourself instead of making yourself suffer more. And then the next key is cultivating an idea of flexibility. We have expectations a lot of times about how life should be or this story we create in our head of how things should be. And if it's different from that, if it's harder than what we envisioned, then we're like, it shouldn't be this way. And then we suffer even more because we're fighting against how life is and fighting against the things that we need to do to get to the goal that we really want. And if you can be flexible, then it helps you along that path because no, no goal is usually reached in a straight shot. Like we think it's going to be, it's more of a twisting turny path that we find obstacles in the way and we have to go over those obstacles around the obstacles, whatever it takes. And if you're so inflexible, you just sit there and you just pound your head against that wall and it never moves instead of, turning in your head to the right and seeing the door right next to you that you could have walked through. And so you don't want to be so focused on how things should be that you don't see a better path open up for you. Because sometimes we think it should be this way and we find these other paths and our life turns out maybe a little bit different than what we thought but usually it's better than we thought it would be. It's something that we could have never imagined with what little we knew of what's out there. And you only gain the knowledge by taking action in the first place. So again, you want to be kind of flexible. You want to be open to new things, new ideas, new paths. And then you want to set realistic goals for yourself Um, you don't want to, it's, it's kind of a balance. So don't let me say that you don't want to have big goals. You need to have big goals, but it's more about breaking those big goals down into smaller goals and, um, bite-sized bits sometimes even, because if you look at the huge goal all the time, it's easy to get overwhelmed by it and be like, I can never accomplish that. There's so much I have to do. There's so many things that goes into doing that thing that I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. And that's not true. It's about the journey. 
the journey makes you into the type of person that it takes to reach that goal. You don't start off that way. You don't start off just walking right out of the womb when you're a baby. You roll around a little bit and you develop muscle tone a little more. And then as you get stronger, you're able to sit up. And as you're sitting up, you develop those muscles and then you're able to crawl around. You're able to then pull yourself up on furniture and, you know, wobble a little bit and then you fall, you fail. And then each time you fail, you get stronger. Same thing with your goals. Each time you fail, each time you come across anything that's hard to do that takes you out of your comfort zone, it's making you stronger. It's giving you more skills that you can use in your life to get to where you are or get to where you want to be. And just like eventually you start walking and then eventually you start running. Same thing in life and same thing with any other goal. You take those small steps and it builds momentum. And before you know it, you've gotten that degree. You've gotten multiple degrees. You've created the life, the love, the business, the whatever you want in life. You've created your reality by taking those small steps that turned into those big goals. So start off small, you know, break down the goals that you have. You can even do that in, in college. Again, I, I'll use a lot of college analysis because I tend to work with a lot of college students and uh, it's something that I enjoy helping them guide them through things. But, you know, it's, if you look at writing a huge big paper, you don't want to get freaked out by it and like, how can I write this huge 30 page paper? And it's about breaking down and doing like an outline and then coming up with a rough draft, writing the intro paper, you know, page, the, you know, even the conclusion, if you want, and then filling in the spaces in between. And you're just like one step at a time. And then as you get going, it takes on a life of its own. I know when I used to do papers, the hardest thing for me was just to get started because I would get overwhelmed and I didn't know what to do or get how to get started with it. But then as I took those steps, I became to get in the flow of things and it just took on a life of its own. And that's how you can do too. You take those first steps and you build that momentum and it'll take on a life of its own. And before you know it, you've reached that goal and probably even more beyond that. So as you're doing those steps, it's always good to have a support system. I think a support system is something that is very important in this day and age. Um, having that core group, even if it's just one person who's there for you, it's it helps you on the days that you feel like you're struggling. They are there to remind you of what's important to you and that you can do it. And they're there to help pick you up at times, to motivate you. And sometimes just knowing that we have that cheering section, it gives us the motivation to 
keep doing it because we don't want to let them down. We don't want them to be disappointed as in, in us. And, you know, it's, it's not something that you want to strictly do things for other people because of what they're going to think about you. But in this case, having those people there to support you can help in those really tough times when it seems like things are just too much. So, you know, we've talked about being flexible, changing your mindset, having a support system. Uh, the next thing that's really important is just mindfulness and that self-awareness of how you feel being in the present moment. Sometimes we're aware of the things that are keeping us back, but there's many times that we don't have the awareness. We're so emotional about things. We don't take the time to kind of step back and be in that present moment and realize just how we are feeling about something and that it's the fear that's stopping us. It's not reality in, in the sense of there's not this big monster right in front of us stopping us from doing it. It's more of the fear of judgment, the fear of failure, the fear of some sort of pain. And when you can become aware of that, then you can fight it. You can, again, change your mindset to be like, no, I am capable of this. And again, you know, it kind of goes back to that first point of changing your mindset. But sometimes you have to have that awareness and you have to be in the present moment because if you're constantly thinking of the past, of your past mistakes, and that those past mi mistakes are weighing you down, you're carrying thousands of pounds up the mountain of success that you don't need to take because you're so focused on that past or you're focused on the future um, fears that may happen instead of the present moment. And what can I do in this moment right now to help me reach those goals? And it's sometimes it's good to even journal or write down like I'm having a rough day today and write down your thoughts. What, what kind of things you're, you're saying to yourself. And then that helps build that self-awareness and you can be like, okay, I struggled yesterday, but I see how I was looking at everything in a negative light, how I was cutting myself down and beating myself down and saying that I couldn't do it and looking at the fears and saying the what ifs. And so today I'm going to be more mindful of that. And when I start feeling that I'm going to change that mindset, I'm going to take that step that I need to step, take. And it, it helps you again, kind of move forward one step out of a time. And then <clears throat> when things get really tough at times, it's good to have a toolbox of things that you can do to cope with those emotions, those fears. And there's a million different things you can use for coping strategies to manage the stress and the discomfort. Um, the main thing is kind of experimenting what works for you. And I'm going to name off a few things that are kind of work for most people on average, but you have to kind of play along with it 
around with it, I should say, finding what works for you because everybody's different. And so when somebody's really stressed, um, really nervous about things, sometimes just being physically active can help you feel better. It releases those good endorphins that makes you feel better. Sometimes it works off some of that nervous energy that you have. Uh, so any kind of exercise, and when I say exercise, sometimes people are like, oh, I, I don't like to work out or, or things like that. It's, it's more of anything that's physically active. Um, yes, I like to lift weights and work out that way. Uh, somebody else might like to go hiking or for a walk or a run. Um, definitely something I love to do is when things are weighing on me or I've had a stressful week or anything like that, I love to get out into nature and whether it's hiking in nature, kayaking, anything with trees and water and all that. It just, it seems like it helps ground me and helps me feel better. And when I'm doing that active thing, I can work through some of my thoughts. Um, meditation is the same thing. You can, when you meditate, it helps calm you down. It helps you be more aware of the present moment. And so it's, can be hard to do sometimes and meditation isn't always for everybody. Um, but it's something that's very worthwhile and I would suggest that you try it at least and give it a shot and you're not going to be perfect at it. You're not going to be like a monk just starting out. So don't judge yourself, you know, let it, let it flow, let it, you know, take those steps just like with everything else and, and try it. And you can start with deep breathing instead of doing the whole meditation thing. You can do breathing exercises and that helps to kind of calm your system down. And as you're doing the deep breathing, you can even work on a progressive muscle relaxation where you tense up a muscle group. Say you think about the muscles in your feet and you tense them up and then you let them relax as you're breathing out and then you're doing those breathing exercises and then you work your way up your body, relaxing the different muscle groups and it helps you calm down. It helps your body relax because sometimes when we get worked up, just like I was saying in the beginning, you get those physical sensations and it can be a tenseness, a tightness in your body. And with the more you can relax your body, the better you can feel, um, the better you can think and the more just relaxed you are and you're able to take on those things after that. And then, you know, creative things as well tend to really help people. So I know there's a lot of people that I've worked with that they like to journal and they like to write. They like to do art of some form, whether it's drawing, um, doing digital art, painting, uh, or even music, whether it's them performing the music or just listening to different types of music. And if you can, one thing I, I have people do is with music, you can train your brain to respond to different music. And something I used to do is 
I would listen to jazz or classical music whenever I studied for anything and a skill that I wanted to learn. And so my brain got trained that every time I listened to that type of music, it was time to focus on what I was doing and be more open to learning the skills, the things that I was trying to learn. And then you can choose another type of music. Like I always listen to like more upbeat rock, um, whatever, maybe hardcore stuff when I worked out and my body knew that like when I heard that music, I would get more amped up, more ready to lift weight. Um, or again, with like meditation or relaxing breathing, you can listen to more chill music and your body starts to associate that music with just chilling out and relaxing. So, you know, there's a few strategies there, um, but there's a million and one different ways that you can do it. Um, but just start experimenting and seeing what works with you and have that toolbox for when you need it. And it's always good to reflect and assess what you've been through. Um, I said earlier, you don't want to carry all your failures, all your pain from the past with you, but it's good to kind of look back and assess what you've been through and reflect on the things that you've done already, not just failures, but also the things you've succeeded at and use that as fuel to fuel you moving forward. So as you look back, you say, okay, I failed at this. What lessons can I learn from that failure? And by learning those lessons, it helps you avoid failure in the future. And it makes you a better, stronger person who can take on bigger challenges. And then looking at the things that you did correctly and using that as evidence that you are good enough, that you've been able to survive rough times. You've been able to overcome obstacles. You've been smart enough to get these grades. You've been smart enough to pass these classes to, you know, whatever it is, there's evidence there. If you just look for it, that you are capable, you are good enough for this. And so it's always good to kind of reflect and assess on that and use it for moving you forward and not holding you back. And then kind of the last thing that I wanted to talk about is just noticing what other people have done in their lives. And usually we look at other people and we're jealous or we don't feel like we live up to what they're capable of and we use it to beat ourselves down. Or we look at it and be like, oh, they didn't struggle. Well, that's not always true. Most of the time, if somebody has accomplished great things, they've struggled in their life. They weren't an instant success. We just didn't see all the work, all the heartache, all the pain that they put in to get to where they are now. And even like our friends, family, everybody we see on social media, even we see the highlight reels. We don't always see the struggle behind the scenes, you know, especially with social media, when we're looking at people 
we see their highlight reel. You know, some people, yes, they want to air their dirty laundry on the internet, but for the most part, people want to look good for other people. And so they post only the good things. And it's easy to take that and be like, oh, everybody's got it figured out but me. And that's not true. We just don't see what they've been through. And so it's good to celebrate other people's success because, again, just like looking back and seeing our own successes, by seeing that someone else has succeeded, especially if it's succeeded in something that we want to accomplish, it means we can do the same thing. And maybe we can learn from them and do it better. And so it's how you, again, it's kind of that perspective thing that I talked about in the beginning. It's how you look at things because, you know, just because someone else has already done it doesn't mean you can't do it. It actually means you can do it because they've proven that you can. And it means you could probably do it better because you're learning from their mistakes, from how they've done things, and you can get a leg up on them. So... I guess in closing, I want you to just remember this is an ongoing process. Um, I apparently have been talking too much. I'm starting to get a little tongue tied, but it's, it's an ongoing process and you're not going to be perfect at this in the beginning. And I don't think anybody's ever perfect. We always come up with things that we, have failures, we make mistakes, but it's about learning from those things and using it to help us to the next level. And just the fact that you're willing to step outside of your box, to willing to face that discomfort, it helps you become stronger, more capable, and you're able to face life's challenges so much easier and it will propel you far above anybody else who is not willing to face that discomfort. Because if you're going through hell and back, you are going for sure to be way far up that mountain compared to somebody who's still hitting their head against that wall and afraid to go over it. So hopefully this week has been a good learning experience for you in this podcast and you've taken away some key points. Um, If so, please like and subscribe and please share it with people that you think could get some benefit out of it. Um, That would be the best thing you could do for me and for your friends if you feel like it's something that they could benefit from. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and I look forward to next week's episode and we'll have more fun. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later.